Trying to think of a name for my new black kitten. Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. So I picked up a kitten yesterday for my household. There's a little country store that I go to occasionally. Like, this store is the only business within, I'm not sure how far, but miles, you know, probably as far as driving goes, probably within five miles. It's in the middle of nowhere. You know, whatever country store you got, I bet it's not as remote as this one. And it's been there a long time, and yeah, this is Southern Oregon. So basically what it was, Southern Oregon, where I live, there used to be giant cities from like the gold rush days, and like the 1800s. Cities way bigger than the cities you have today. And those cities are pretty much gone. Um, one of them, the, the biggest one, the biggest one was called Waldo. And it was just a super gold rush city. It had, you know, it had hotels and brothels and bars and everything. It had everything. And then just, you know, houses. It was a giant, not giant, but I think a city of maybe like 20,000 people, which is bigger than any city that exists today. But what happened was they were doing strip mining, where you take like high pressure water and you just destroy the, whatever, you just destroy everything within sight to get the gold out of it. And so they did that and then they got all the gold out of it and then there was only one place left that had gold and it was the ground underneath the city. So then they strip mined where the city was. So, you know, and then there's just absolutely nothing left. There's, you know, to this day, there's no city there or anything. There's no business, there's nothing. There's just absolutely nothing left. You know, maybe a hundred years later, people would build houses there. Anyways, but this little country store, it, it, there was another little town from the gold rush days. And like there was a hotel and a dairy, probably some other stuff. And the hotel burned down, but the dairy was made out of concrete. And now that dairy is a little store. And they sell gasoline and cigarettes and beer. And I think that's basically how they... And the people and the people live there, right? The, the workers live in the building, so there's no like rent. Anyways, that's how this little this little store exists to this day without going out of business. And it's in the middle of fucking nowhere. But so I was at that store maybe a year ago, and there was a couple of little boys with a box full of kittens, and they were giving away kittens. And it's funny because when I was a kid, you know, like I was a kid in the late '70s and early '80s. You used to go to the, you know, the supermarket, not this little tiny store, but you used to go to the, the supermarket in town, and very frequently you'd see like some kids with a box full of kittens or a box full of puppies just giving them away. And I, you know, I don't think this has changed by the internet. This, this changed before the internet. But in any case, you know, I, I'd say in the last 30 years you don't see that anymore. And I believe that's because everyone gets their animals fixed, or you know, most people get their animals fixed at this point. But so I didn't get a kitten from those boys that day. But anyways, just recently, like the last, I don't know, month or something, I've been deciding, you know what? I want a cat for my household. I got a little dog. I want a, I want a cat. So I went to that store with like a piece of paper saying, you know, cat wanted and with my phone number on it. And they've got a cork board where you can put it up. The cork board is mostly like missing dogs. But anyways, I was like, I'll put up a little sign saying I want a cat. And then I was like, I asked the store owner, like, First off, I was like, hey, can I put up this sign that says I want a cat? And she's like, yeah, feel free. And I think that would have been the end of the conversation if I had, whatever, if I had just gone and put up that piece of paper, that would have been the end of it. But then I was like, uh, you don't have any extra cats you're trying to get rid of. She's like, oh yeah, I got a ton of kittens I'm trying to get rid of. You know, and she whipped out her cell phone, was showing me pictures of kittens, and she's like, 
All the white kittens are spoken for, but you can have a black kitten if you want. And I don't know, I don't know why, I don't, the white ones kind of look like rag dolls, if you know what I'm talking about, whereas the black ones just like look like a black cat, like from a Halloween thing from the store. But in any case, I was like, sweet, well, I'll just, I'll take a kitten, and then I didn't put my little, my little flyer on the corkboard. And so anyways, I got this little kitten, seems to be a really good kitten, it's feisty, it's playful, you can, you, you know, if you put a, if you dangle a string in front of it, it goes ape shit. If you give it cat food, wet or dry, it eats it like crazy. If you get, you know, you get you you set it down on some kitty litter, it goes, oh, oh yeah, I understand. It does its business. What's kind of funny is so I bought the I bought some dry cat food and some wet cat food just in preparation for this. Didn't have it lying around exactly, and so I bought some kitten dry cat food. And I don't know, but I've got a suspicion that kitten dry cat food is the same thing as dry cat food but adult dry cat food and they just charge you more but i don't know and like it seems like all the cat i don't know the place where i'm going they don't have any cheap cat food and so all the cat food is like no grain i mean that's i guess that that's how you say that your cat food is good is you say no grain and so i don't know what they do it's like you know you can't have wheat or corn in it fine and they're probably like grinding up pumpkins or something or whatever the super cheap alternative to grain it what you know whatever is exactly like grain but is not grain i'm sure that's what they're putting in there so got this new kitten gotta give it a name and i was looking up names on the internet and whatever going through that process it made me came up with a joke come up with a joke now this joke is not okay but it's like you know if, if you come up with a joke it's not okay, you know, that you can't tell anyone. It's, I don't know, it sucks. Because I think it's a pretty good joke, but you can't tell anyone. So anyways, I'm just going to tell the joke anyways. So I was thinking, instead of naming this black cat outward, maybe I would name it inward. So I went to the liquor store yesterday. I haven't been to the liquor store in a few years, and I was just like, let's buy some liquor. That'd be fun. And I'm cheap. I bought a half gallon of Lauder's scotch, and uh, I think it really is the best deal of any liquor you can get. I mean, depends on how old you are. I mean, if you're, like, if you're a young person who thinks that, you know, cinnamon-flavored liqueurs is good, then this ain't for you. This is, this is for someone who knows what the hell they're doing, or for who their taste buds know what the heck's going on. Well, so this story is going to be about immigration, but actually, let's talk about liqueurs for a second. So a liqueur is basically a liquor that has sugar and flavoring added. And I think, like, you know, if you go to Wikipedia or something, they don't call it liquor or hard liquor. They call it spirits. So I guess liqueur would be a sugar flavoring added spirit. But, for instance, like, when I was about 20 years old, me and my friends uh, went through a little period where we drank Southern Comfort. You might have heard of it. The, you know, the, the most famous female rock star from the 60s, Janis Joplin. She always drank Southern Comfort, and somehow it killed her. But me and my friends, we all thought it was a whiskey. And I bet you that at least some of my dear listeners or under the false impression that Southern Comfort is a whiskey. But it's actually a liqueur. I mean, it kind of tastes kind of tastes like whiskey. I mean, it's it's sweet as hell, although somehow somehow that avoided our no, 
our notice, me and my friends, when we were about 20 years old. But basically, it's some sort of flavoring. Like, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure how liquor flavoring goes. Like, I don't know, like, like for instance, like cinnamon flavoring. Maybe there's a factory somewhere that just creates cinnamon flavor. And they just, they put it onto giant semi-truck, you know, I guess what do you call them, tanker trucks. Maybe there's some factory that creates cinnamon flavoring, and they fill up one tanker truck after another, and then one tanker truck goes to the candy factory, and they make cinnamon gummy, gummy bears, and then another tanker truck goes to the, couldn't remember. So the other truck goes to the Fireball li- Liquor Liqueur uh, factory, and they make all their liquor taste like cinnamon. Or maybe sometimes the liqueurs are aged in a barrel, and it's more of a, like a real thing, not just a chemist chemical process. I mean, I'm not sure. But anyways, Southern Comfort somehow is liquor, flavoring, and sugar. And I feel like Fireball is the big one now. I mean, I cannot stand, well, I can't stand anything with sugar. But anyways, I cannot stand Fireball because it has sugar. But I was at the liquor store, and they had an interesting thing. It was like it was like a plastic tub, you know, disposable plastic tub that was kind of made to look cool, like it was like a half barrel or something. And it was like twenty dollars, and you got twenty airline bottles in this little tub. And it said on the side, it's like, you know, add ice to the tub. You know, step one, add ice to the tub. Step two, party. And you know, I'm, you know, I, I don't think this is, you know, is the truth sexist. Maybe the truth is sexist, but I don't think this is sexist. But anyways, women, hopefully they're women. Don't be, you know, don't be going below 18. Anyways, women, uh, they just really love sugary alcohol drinks. And so I just, I don't know, I just kind of imagine looking at that little plastic fireball half barrel airplane bottle thing. I'm like, oh, you know, like you, you're young, you're dumb, you're full of something that rhymes with dumb and you just you take this to the party and you put ice in it and then you say hey ladies there's something that happens to you like the older you get the drier you want it basically like dry means i mean pretty close it means no sugar you know on the rocks also i don't know i'm kind of talking about my ass here because i just don't drink enough liquor i used to drink liquor me and all my friends used to drink liquor and i used to know more but that's my recollection. That's how liquor... <laughs> that's that's the situation with liquor, as far as I can remember. But so I go to the liquor store, and I'm standing in line behind other people who are buying whatever it is they're buying. And there's some sort of hang-up. I think it's because one of the guys wants to use the bathroom, and normally you're not allowed to use the bathroom at the liquor store, but... Anyways, I'm not sure. But there's some sort of hang-up, so I got to just stand there and wait. And while I did that, I looked at uh, the guy who was buying some liquor in front of me and he was a young kid like you know when I say kid I mean he's probably 25 anyways I'm almost 50 or I might even be 50 by now uh anyway so to me a 25 year old is a kid so he's a young kid and I'm just kind of waiting there and I just kind of looked him up head to toe I mean this is nothing gay or maybe maybe I'm gonna maybe I'm maybe now that I'm 50 I'm gonna find out that I'm gay but anyways I just kind of looked him over head to toe and he had a hair color that was wasn't blonde, but it wasn't brown. It was like right in the middle between blonde and brown. And I don't remember what was in the middle, but then when you got to the bottom of him, he had skinny jeans on, just like, you know, denim jeans, but they were very tight or whatever. They were very small around the ankle. I ain't got no jeans that are that small around the ankle. 
And then I looked at what he was buying, and he was buying a half gallon of some sort of Jack Daniels, but I think it was a, I mean, I don't know Jack about the different types of Jack, but I think it was like a fancy one. It wasn't the normal Jack Daniels, it was like a extra expensive Jack Daniels half gallon. And then he was buying a fifth of uh, 1800 Cuervo, which I, I know that's a fancy liquor, tequila. And all that's fine. And in fact, this whole story, but you know, this, whatever, the whole story is fine. But anyway, so he buys that liquor and then he, sorry, I saw that little female California ground squirrel that I have a feud going with, but, uh, and now I forgot what I was talking about. So I got to stop this, go back and listen to what I was talking about and I'll keep talking. All right. There's no resolution to the squirrel feud today, but so this kid he uh he bought his liquor and then he said something in spanish to the clerk and i think it was can i have a bag because the clerk gave the kid a bag and he put the, put his liquor in the bag and then he they said a few other things in spanish to each other and then he left and normally when i talk about immigration i talk about how it raises the price of housing and you know costs people without skills jobs and it's not that i'm necessarily against immigration either it's kind of complicated i whatever you'd have to go a long ways back to get the long story of my opinion on immigration but it was just kind of interesting because i'm you know i'm watching this kid buy some fancy jack daniels he's got he's a, he's a hell of a lot blonder than i am uh you know he's white basically he's whiter than i am i think he's a mexican who speaks spanish as first language and he's buying jack daniels and so, like, the thing to know about Jack Daniels is that it's made in, it's made, like, made in one place, I believe in Tennessee. And so this kid, you know, he, he moved to America, he got some sort of job that allows him to buy a fancier liquor than I can afford, and then he's using that money to provide jobs for, probably, you know, Americans in Tennessee. And I didn't think about it at the time, but I guess he's also providing jobs for Mexicans who make, uh, Cuervo tequila. And I'm sure he's a nice kid who's a credit to America. And I just thought it was a, whatever, just a little inter interesting microcosm of the melting pot of America. Twitter handle at Anti Woke Podcast. And thanks for listening.